بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمدللہ رب العالمین والصلاة والسلام علی رسوله الكریم وعلی آلہ وصحابہ اجمعین اما بعد This is part one of English translation of the talk worrying about the life after death by Mufti Daqi Usmani Damad Barkatuhum In the Holy Quran Allah Ta'ala says but you prefer the worldly life while the hereafter is much better and much more durable. Surah 87 verses 16 to 17. In these verses, Allah Ta'ala has diagnosed a moral illness that's almost ubiquitous among human, among human beings and has also guided us about, about its treatment. Allah Ta'ala says that it is human beings fallacy that people keep thinking about the worldly life only and their only concentration while making all their life decisions is how these will affect the betterment, the prosperity, and the affluence in this worldly life. And they are so obsessed with this worldly life that they give it preference over the eternal life that is still to come. Since the time we start growing up, all of our energies are focused on earning more and more. Most people strive to get better education so that they can get a better job and can earn more. We want to become wealthy to have a bigger house, a bigger car, a bigger bank balance, a higher status in the world, and to be known as someone of high status. All our efforts are focused on achieving things which are limited to this world. But do we ever pause to take a moment to reflect on how temporary and uncertain this life is, for which we spend all our energy and energies and efforts? No one knows whether they'll be alive next year next month, next week, or even the next day or next hour. And yet all our efforts are spent on making this temporary life better while completely neglecting the next life that is going to come after this and which will be forever. A person can never be perfectly happy in this world. There is always some worry or sadness associated with happiness. A person may have the best food available they may be really hungry and looking forward to enjoying its taste, but there may be some worry or anxiety on their mind that may make the food a food seem tasteless. There is so much no such thing as perfect bliss in this world. Allah Ta'ala has created three kinds of worlds. The first is the one in which only happiness and joy exist. There is perfect bliss in this world. There is no worry or anxiety there. That is world is paradise or Jannat. The second kind of world that Allah Ta'ala has created is a place for sadness and anxiety only. There is only suffering and sorrow in that world. There is no happiness there. That place is Jahannam or hell. May Allah Ta'ala keep all of us same, safe from going there. Ameen. The third kind of world Allah Ta'ala has created is this world in which we are living now. In this world, happiness and sorrow are intermixed. In it, there are times when we experience distress and there are times we experience happiness and joy. If a person wishes that they only experience joy and happiness, that they do not come across any distress or any anxiety in this world, then they do not understand the true, true nature of this world as this is not possible here. When Allah Ta'ala's most favored and chosen people that is the Holy Prophet's peace be upon them, came into this world, even they had to face huge adversities. 
A number of them received physical injuries and many had to go through sorrowful experiences. If someone should have experienced perfect happiness in this world, nobody would have been more deserving of it than the beloved prophets, peace be upon them, of Allah Ta'ala. However, they also experienced extreme suffering and grief. In fact, the Holy Prophet said, Among people, the prophets experience the most suffering, and then people who are closest to them. So, in nutshell, there is no happiness, no joy, no pleasure, which is perfect in this world. No matter how great a happiness we experience at any given time, it is not going to last forever. It may come to an end in an hour, in a day, or in a year. But we know that no happiness here is permanent. Allah Ta'ala says that the life, af- life hereafter, or the akhirat, is khair. Khair means perfect in this regard. It means the pleasures in the hereafter will be perfect. Its blessings will be perfect. And its happiness will be everlasting. Whatever blessings we get there will be forever. It is the subject of a hadith that, for example, in this world, a person likes food. They can eat it to a certain amount. But regardless of how much they love that food, there will come a limit after which they cannot eat it anymore. After that stage, even if someone gives a person a lot of money, even then, after a certain stage, they won't be able to eat anymore. However, in the hereafter, no such limit will come. No matter how much people eat, food will remain as tasty as ever. This is what Allah Ta'ala says, that the blessings of Akhirat will both be better than that of this world, and they'll also be everlasting. This world is imperfect, and its pleasures, is also, pleasures are also temporary. Still, people are so ignorant that they spend all their energy, all their effort, in making their temporary life in this world better and do not make any efforts towards making their permanent life better. There is no fact in this world more certain, more unanimously agreed than the fact that every human being is going to die one day. There is no difference between Muslims and non-Muslims in this regard. Many people deny the existence of God, but no one can deny the existence of death. All human beings agree on this. Similarly, all humans, human beings agree on this too, that no one knows when they are going to die. Science has evolved so much. Human beings have reached the moon. They have invented supercomputers. They have created artificial organs and limbs. But they still cannot say with any degree of certainty at which particular moment a specific human being is going to die. But it is so strange that we know that with absolute certainty that we have to die one day. And we also know that our death can come at any time without any warning. And yet we think so little about our death. From the time we wake up to the time we fall asleep, most of our thinking is restricted to earning more money, making our bank balance bigger, getting a bigger house, a better car, a better lifestyle, But in the entire day, do we even once think about the fact that we are going to die one day? Do we think about what what if there is a life after death? On what will we have to do to face that life? When we have to travel somewhere in this world, 
We make plans and preparations for it a long time in advance. We buy tickets, arrange accommodation, and make all sorts of arrangements. On the other hand, we do not know that a day will come. We do know that a day will come when we will have to leave this world and travel to the next one. We don't know when that day will come. We may have to depart on that journey with little notice. And yet we do not even think about that trouble and do not make any preparations for it. We take our loved ones to graveyard and leave them there all the time. We see others taking their loved ones to graveyard. And yet we somehow think this happens only to other people. We do not stop to reflect that one day our loved ones will be taking us to the graveyard and leaving us there. The Holy Prophet said, Remember the thing that kills all pleasures, that is death frequently. Through this hadith, the Holy Prophet is educating us that our primary illness is that we are neglectful of the akhirat. If we were mindful of the akhirat and we started worrying about what would happen to us when we get there, then our behavior would be very different from what it is now. All the crimes, the lawlessness, the corruption stem from our fixation with this life and being completely neglectful of the next one. We are prepared to do anything, preserve other people's property, waste other people's rights, unduly take what belongs to others just because we want to make our lot in this life better. We do not even think about what consequences of these actions we would have to face in the next life. The Holy Prophet evoked that thinking in Muslims. The accounts we read in Sira about the peace and tranquility prevalent in areas governed by Muslims at that time and about the peace of heart enjoyed by Muslims then were the direct result of this belief of having to account for their all their actions in front of Allah Ta'ala on the Day of Judgment. When a person firmly believes that after this life, there will be another life in which they will have to account for all their actions. And on the basis of the outcome of that assessment, they will be sent to heaven or hell. Then that belief has a huge impact on their actions. And they try to please Allah Ta'ala with everything they do. Once Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar was traveling outside of Madinah Munawwara with some of his companions. They passed a shepherd who was herding some goats and was fasting. Just to test him, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar asked him, Would you please sell us a goat? We'll pay you and also give you some meat so that you can do iftar with death. He replied, These goats are not mine. These They belong to my master. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar said, You can just tell him that one of the goats went missing. As soon as he heard this, the shepherd raised his finger towards the sky and said, Where did Allah go? and walked away. This is the fear of accountability after death, that a shepherd herding goats in the solitude of a jungle is also fully aware that he will have to present himself before Allah Ta'ala one day, and what he does in this life will have great, great impact on what will happen to him in the next one, and that he may earn some money defrauding his master, but will lead to a much greater loss in the hereafter.